Hello and you're all very welcome. I spray my mental health podcast episode number 25. A milestone, 25, quarter of a century. It's taken over a year to get here. But it's all good. It's a labour of love. I do it because I enjoy it. I do it when I can. I do it when something inspires me. Something comes into my head and I feel, you know what, we'll share that with people and might provide a bit of value to their day. They might learn something. Might come back with something that will help me learn. And it's all good. So, yeah, thanks very much for listening. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. Spotify, iTunes, want to leave a comment, share it with your friends, family, anyone you feel might appreciate the, the topic of discussion. And follow me on Instagram, performance underscore doc, D-O-C. Uh, get in touch if you'd like, if there's anything you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, anything you'd like to add to the conversation if you've listened to previous episodes. Please do, please get in touch. So... I did a little test on the last episode. Normally what I do is just record the episode, publish grand, very straightforward on the Anchor app and add your description, few hashtags and I usually just share it on my Instagram page. Look, episode is out into my stories. Here it is. Link is on the page. Grand. And that's it. I don't really flog it. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. Look, there's no right or wrong way of doing these things. It's it's entirely what you want what you want to put in and get out of the process. It it's not. I mean, it's not money for me. You know, I just do it, so it's grand. But anyway, for this the last episode number twenty four, I said right. I'm just going to record, hit publish, and I'm not going to share it anywhere, and you'll see if there's a bit of a difference in the in the downloads and the listeners and the number of people tuning in. And uh, lo and behold, the last episode I've got more listeners than the previous five or six which it's sometimes it's hard to figure that out you can go into the analytics and have a look at where people are listening to where spotify seems to be the big one so i don't know if it's just coming up through hashtags or maybe people who would just listen to it previously are coming back as i said maybe telling other people but just how that was interesting in the modern world where you're told to absolutely flog everything on social media and post everything numerous times. I did nothing with the last one and I got more listeners. So, yeah, there's no rules to these things. So, today, right, I want to talk about pizzas. Pizzas, he says. Pizza deliveries. So the last couple of weeks, I've been delivering pizzas as a means of earning an extra income because uh, bills, babies, kids, nappies, rent, food, all that type of stuff is uh, is not cheap. And look, uh, just have to do it to earn a few quid, <laughs> to earn a bit of extra dough. Yeah, pun, ruined, podcast, end. So I took this up a couple of weeks ago and it's fantastic. I don't think I've enjoyed a, a day's walk as much of my life. So I'm doing it twice a week in the evening time. Now, it's a tough old slog because you're doing a day's walk, home, get a 15-minute run-in of a can, quick shower, something to eat, back out the door then for a six-hour shift delivering pizzas. And, yeah, it's interesting because people are ridiculously nice to you when you're bringing them food. So the connection with people, the conversation with people, the reaction of people is... It's quite uplifting, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying the engagement with people. Um, it's taken me to different parts of Dublin, quite local, obviously. Most of them I do know. Different roads that I wouldn't normally drive on. I have a bit of music hooked up to the radio as I go. 
and I get a bit of downtime then just in between when I'm just reading my book or looking at YouTube or whatever. So yeah, it's actually, it's been great. I've really enjoyed it and it's really contributed to my good humour over the last couple of weeks and has contributed to paying all of those bills that I've mentioned before because uh, Jesus Christ, I need it. And the interesting part of this, so where I'm at, and I'm sitting by waiting. What happens is I sit. I usually sit in the car, and they just ring me phone and hang up. Go in and get the delivery. Comes out in that big bag that's heated. Off you go, and come back down. They might have three or four for you. Sure, that kills an hour. You have three or four. It's great. So it does go quite quick once you're busy. But what's happening is when I'm going in, a lot of the coaches involved with shells, as most of you know, I've coached with shells for a long, long time. I'm on a bit of a hiatus at the moment. Um. Having coached with the schoolboys, girls, senior team, semi-professionally. Big commitment over the last 14, 15 years. And it's been a nice break this year, to be honest. But every time I go in, one of the coaches or one of the players or someone involved in the club is in the place because it's right beside where they train. And I've walked in and I said, jeez, oh, how's things, Dave? Are you doing any coaching? I said, oh, no, I'm actually I'm delivering pizzas, lads. Um how's things I go jeez are you not coaching no no delivering pieces look it's grand extra fuel pub ironically enough I'm earning more doing this than I was coaching semi-professionally um, so yeah it's grand off to go back out come back in brother coach involved with the skills section jeez Dave you still with the force team no no finished up last year uh, it's grand look just delivering pizzas here uh, still walking during the day and this, that and the other. Are you still doing the fitness stuff? No, no, I took a bit of a step back from it. Um, look, it's grand. This is fine. It's paying a bill for me. Um, off I go. Grand. Next night, one of the girls from the girls team. How are you there? Are you not coaching, Dave? Are you going around there? Are you co- No, no. I'm delivering pizzas. I'm not doing anything. It's And this is a constant, constant thing. It's... It's been quite, so I was like, I need to get a sign, just put it around my neck. I, I'm not coaching, I'm delivering pizzas. And it's great because I know so many people involved in the club and it is nice for you kind of just stop and have a bit of a chat with people. And But it has, it's humoured me for the last couple of weeks. And without fail, every night I've been up here, I've met somebody walking around in a red feckin' umbro top. You know, you know what's coming. So, funnily enough, just how these things transpire, like, what it actually did was, it sort of sparked that conversation in my head. I was like, Jesus, you know, the the narrative this year for me has been, no, no, I'm done, taking a break, not missing it, um, never going back, it's it's grand. And I sort of thought, well, do you know what, I have invested so much in myself, so much in terms of my education, and I'm talking time, money, commitment, everything, uh, to build that up over 14, 15 years with football coaching, fitness work, strength and conditioning work. Um, I've spent a lot of bloody money on courses and devoted a lot of time to try my best to help people. And look, it took me to the highest level in football ask anyone who knows me when I started out coaching my friends like coaching our mates when I was 21 years of age my goal was to coach with Shell's first team that is one of my that was what people talk you know young footballers I want to play for Liverpool I want to play for the team we supported um, just if you're not too familiar with football clubs over here or, or they're running a football you might not be maybe you're not into sport but 
for anyone who's listening who doesn't know me, like, look, Shells has been a massive part of my life. I was never a good footballer. My ambition when I started coaching was to get to the top. I want to coach with Shells first team. And it took, like I say, it took the guts of 10 years. But with all that time, money, commitments, as I said, everything I put into it, I got there. I got there when Kevin Doherty gave me my chance and I had to work for that. I, there's certain things that people didn't see. Um, like I had to be a busy little fucker to get there. And I'm going to give you an example. Like, Look, I managed right up to our under-18s and under-17s level, uh, which is a big commitment in itself, but a really nice age to work with. Guys are adults. Um, you know, it, it, it's an interesting dynamic because you have a lot of guys who are maybe doing the leave and cert, maybe starting off in college, um, so they're in a transitional phase in their life in terms of football they know they're not going to England at 17, 18 and you're just doing your best to sort of t- to teach them some values and um, you know add some principle to what they do in terms of playing the game and it was fantastic but when Kev was Kevin Doherty was the Shells manager for a period of time and I know him quite well I know him for a long time and I walked alongside him a bit when he was manager of the 19s. When he made that step up to the first team, for him and for him only, um, it was a loyal. It, it, I, in terms of my personal my personal values, a big one for me is loyalty, and with a degree of loyalty to Kev because he's been a good support to me over since <laughs> since we were kids and know him a long time. I took up. I started doing opposition analysis for him, just for him to help him out. Um, as an assistant manager in preparation for the games. I was going to Galway, I was going to Athlone, I was going to fucking Wexford on a Friday night and I was not getting paid for it. I went and did what I had to do to build up a bit of trust, to build up my knowledge of the game, um, to do what I had to do to bring me to a level of understanding when it came to the top level of football. And this is what I always say, and you think about people, you know, that stereotype of three lads sitting at a bar looking at football, oh, we knew Arsene Wenger picked the wrong team. It's like, well, why didn't you ring him up and tell him? Um, and I always say, when it comes to sport, managers, dressing rooms, um, the entire makeup of a team and a squad, none of us know anything looking out. From outside looking in, we know nothing. We know nothing about the conversations. We know nothing about the relationship and the chemistry between one or two of the people or the squad in its entirety. We know nothing about the manager's personality except for we might see in a snippet on a sideline or a post-match interview that very rarely gives anything away. So, for that, I had to learn all that in stepping up to professional football. But my point is, when I committed and had that focus in my mind, I want to coach at the highest level. It, I got there eventually. It took 10 fucking years, but I got there. And when I got there, I had by no means made it because I was fortunate enough. I had four seasons working professionally, working with the first team under two managers. It took me three seasons to build up a level of confidence in myself, to build up a level of, you know, a level of cohesion, a level of... I suppose a level of execution in terms of what I was doing um, in terms of what I was good at what my strengths were and how I could relate to people now I was always nice to people always nice to players but I know for the fact there were lads that just did not respect me there were lads that just thought I was a fucking idiot um, partly due to the fact I was going through a really shit time um, 
and I didn't provide the service that I should have provided as, as a first team coach and as a fitness coach and that's what I mean it took me three years to get to that level my final year last year was fantastic really enjoyed it it coincided with so much with all the charity work which I suppose got me a bit closer to the lads as well made me a bit more relatable um, and certainly helped in, ter in terms of my relationship on an individual basis if I was training people but it took that long um, with all that time everything that was put into it it took that long for me to feel I am a, I am a coach to work at this level uh, and I'm proud of what I do I'm confident in what I do and like that then it comes to an end the point of all that with my pizza delivery gig, it got me thinking about everything I invested in myself, all that time, everything. And when it came to an end, I took the time out and made it an absolute that I wasn't going back. I made it an absolute that I, well, now I'm done with the fitness work, I'm done with all this. And I thought about how I know that this type of stuff, the fitness work, the football work, the coaching, all this, it, it's ingrained in my identity. If you ask other people, if you know me and you're listening to this, you know, Jesus, yeah, he's mad into the coaching. He's big into fitness, big into running. Um, if somebody who didn't know me asked somebody who know me, what's your man like? Oh, he's mad into the football, does all this mad running stuff. He does all the coaching, the personal training, all this. and. It's ingrained in my identity and something I probably don't give myself credit for. Um, what I often do, and as you know, if you listen to this podcast quite regularly, on my worst days, I can be hammered by just waves of self, wallowing in, in self-pity and self-doubt and look at everything I perceive as fucking wrong in my life. Um, God love me, I'm working on a shit wage, I have to go out and do a second job, um, I'm trying so hard and I'm getting nowhere, and it's all bollocks, it's all bollocks, it's how you look at stuff, and on my better days, such as today, you can probably tell by the enthusiasm in my voice how I've relished in the focus looking back at what I've achieved in terms of football, in terms of coaching, in terms of that commitment. Um, and I'm proud of it, I'm proud to say, I'm fucking proud of it because I don't say enough. And what it sparked inside me is, this is what I do, this is what I love. I, I need to fucking, I need to get back into this. And it created just a train of thought that has kind of developed over the last couple of weeks and where I sort of want to go with everything. And I was like, I, I can do, I can do so much. I can do so much more. I, I barely tapped into, I don't like saying potential because potential is loose. Potential could be anything. Um, you know, a train has the potential to fucking derail at any stage. Um, you know, a plane has a potential to crash. Uh, that's really fucking morbid. But do you know what I'm saying? To just label something under a premise of potential, I don't think is that productive. But um, what all this has helped me do is just tap into what I see as my... I tap into my identity what I perceive as my identity um, and start channeling fulfillment, channeling ideas that might just take me, take me back, take me back to where, where I was when I was enjoying that type of work. And it's got me thinking. So, a couple of things. Um, I stay off my phone a good because I, I just, I know in terms of brand value, creating brand, all that type of stuff, I don't want to be on Instagram 24 seven, 
share them with all of you all you fine people everybody that i'm eating fucking porridge for breakfast or i'm doing this or i'm doing that um three posts a day 100 update i i just i i don't have the mental capacity for that and i know once i go down that rabbit hole there'll be endless scrolling and, and i just don't want that to be i i'm happy enough to lash out a post once every two weeks and share with people maybe what i'm doing if it's charity work or a bit of training or maybe something that's kind of inspired me and that's fine i'm happy with that so that's not the route i want to go down in in, in terms of, of of getting back into this but i know for the fact where i fall down and when i eventually do get that confidence to sort of explore career progression and i've had this i look again on my worst days i look at job specs on jobs.ie or indeed and straight away it's like i can't fucking do that whereas my better days i look at it and say do you know what i can do that i can learn that i can progress so i have a weird mindset when it comes to work so the message my parents gave me when i was younger was make sure you're working get out and work and contribute always just work it's all a means to an end you have to work and Jesus, me man and I worked extremely hard. Um, they had fucking nothing. Um, and that's not an understatement. I mean nothing. We lived in a mobile home until like because we couldn't bloody afford a house. Um, and they worked hard for everything. So that was ingrained with me, but I've still kind of taken that. I'm 35 now, and that's still my attitude where I kind of oftentimes see myself as just this low skilled grafter who will always be on a low income and again this isn't necessarily a self-pity god love me this is fucking awful it's just it's kind of a subconscious thing that's ingrained in me when it comes to work and a lot of the time when i look at jobs to apply for if i see like 35k a year 45 i'm like oh jesus that that isn't relevant to me now not that i'm I'm, i've never ever been motivated by money um i give you me fucking last tenner if i have to but i'm obviously at that stage now in terms of providing for the family i fucking need to think of shit like that people were asked an uncle was asked me had i got a pension i was like no we don't it's like you need to sort it you want to be putting in at least 500 a month i was like you're having a laugh 500 a month (laughs) so i get paid on a friday it's fucking gone by monday is it never mind 500 quid but these type of things i need to think of life insurance this is all very heavy but you know there's stuff i just need to think of that i didn't really need to think of 10 years ago 20 years ago um and i need to i need to let that that subconscious thought process of grafting just for a bit of work and a bit of pay i need that to evolve and need to place a bit more value in myself because i don't do that enough and yeah it's great this is all really positive this is a very loose conversation and it's um it's growing legs in different directions like a fucking octopus but my message in terms of the podcast is just value yourself and just kind of explore what gives you fulfillment what gives you joy in my case i spoke there about stepping away from football coaching and fitness and it's fine you need a break sometimes but just conversations with people who have people ask me why i'm not doing it anymore i've helped kind of spark reignite that passion and i sort of feel it burning in me now that i want to take this on a bit so what i want to learn um 
I have a plan. So my website is done. I got a website done and it's great. I'm actually really happy with it. It's something I wanted to do a long time ago. And I think, again, it just looks professional. Um, particularly with the charity work I think it does add a bit of substance to it it's an opportunity to sort of collate everything that I've done in terms of the challenges and the adventures um, outline my target uh, my target is just to raise as much money as possible for various mental health organisations throughout Ireland over the course of four to five years 20 grand has been raised um, thanks to so many people a lot of people I've never met before and so that's my drive that's my goal and that's why I have the website and it, it's nicely packaged, got a fella on. I used that uh, that Fiverr website, just got in touch with a fella there. Uh, first guy I got in touch with wanted to charge me 650 quid and uh, yet I did not go with that. So found an Irish guy who's taking it on for me and he, he's quite busy to be fair to him. But he's just sort of chipping away with it week by week. Um, I got a re oh, it was really nice, I got, I got in touch with a couple of people for a couple of testimonials and which is really cool it, that again adds a bit of substance so the great mick clotsey who i speak about in this podcast a good bit um irish olympian gave me a, an astounding testimonial um which was really nice um good few of the shells lads have given me uh anyo garman who's 100 caps for ireland women's team she gave me a lovely uh reference and testimonial and it's great all that just having that all together it just adds it, it it creates like i said you talk about a personal brand um and just a little bit of growth it creates all that in one space looks professional on linkedin um looks professional on a cv and it's just it's helped me feel a bit better about myself so what i'm gonna do playing to my strengths here's my plan um I'm going to take on a bit of fitness work again and just see where it takes me. It only has to be one night a week and take on one or two people, get the confidence back up again and work from that. I'm going to focus again on the strength and conditioning work with, foot, with footballers, which I did a good bit when I was with Shells, worked with a lot of people throughout the club and got a lot, actually got a lot of players from other clubs as well. I didn't kind of say that at the time because uh, I obviously want to be going back to our manager saying, well, yeah, I had a couple of lads from Athlone and fucking Cabin Teeley training with us there, but did actually get a good few people buying into it and they all seemed to enjoy it. Got, got so out of it. Um, so I'm going to push that again. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to start pushing it again. That's, that's the drive. That's, that's just where I'm at now. All thanks to delivering pizzas and chatting to a couple of people involved with the club. And, Inspiration can come from the strangest of places, like delivering fucking pizzas. So that's my plan. With the website, uh, I need to hone in on online marketing, right? This is where I'm falling down. And again, when I look at job spec, when I look at progressing, like, look, I, I'm cautious. The narrative when it comes to personal development, self-help, is as you you'll know listen to this is so highly influenced by the american entrepreneur attitude where you need to leave your job follow your passion earn fucking millions um and a lot of it is you know a lot of it can be motivating and inspiring but jesus christ you need to bloody cover all angles and i think we just need to be a bit cautious with that i think what's the one if you want if you want the island, burn the boats. You're like mother of Jesus. <laughs> I'm on the boat. Burn the fucking boat, it'll sink, I'm going down. So I'm always cautious of that. And I'm not looking to right, I wanna be out my job in a month and be a full time fitness professional. Um I'm, I I'm cautious of that. Now for some people that's the drive. I wanna get out of my day job and make this work. But what I know is 
in a changing society in terms of technological development, I am so fucking far behind. Um, so I need to tune up in terms of online marketing. And that's what I'm going to do. So I'm working my way through uh, this. This is all because of these conversations. I've signed up on... It, it's just a, like a video series of online marketing how to just how to walk your website properly you're probably listening to this you're so far ahead of me in this saying jesus dave why didn't you do this 10 years ago but this is just where i'm at and i've just made a commitment to sort of um upskill myself because like i say everything's changing everything in terms of job spec in terms of what i do even in terms of sales everything's online it is online and it's a real dad thing to say isn't it oh everything's online now and it's like yes everything is online now and this is where i'm falling down so i'm going to try and channel my strength people always say work to your strengths i'm not mad i'm putting out youtube videos every day it's not i'm gonna say it's not comfortable it's just not for me writing is my strength i love writing uh, i enjoy it uh, it gives me a bit of joy and probably something writing and running are the two things i will say to you up front that i'm good at and i'm confident at saying to you i am fucking good at these things there's not a lot of things in my life i'll say that to you I, i'll I, i'll shy away a lot of the time oh no no i'm not great at that but when it comes to writing and running i can say up front yes i am good at that so look really simple just going to walk through my blog um work build up a list automated blog send out to provide a bit of value to people how fucking simple is that all right and like that share it once a week on instagram along with my podcast really simple doesn't have to take over my life just put a bit of graft in and make sure it's a topic i'm in i'm writing about that i'm enjoying and i'm confident it'll give people value and all the while work up um continue working on the projects when it comes to raising funds for charity and get me foot back into the fitness game so yeah look all very exciting all very positive uh, i hope you've taken some little bit of inspiration from it all i want you all i'd like you to do is just look at maybe something that you've enjoyed in the past have taken a step away from because of other commitments or financial constraints or family commit whatever it may be you've sort of stepped away put it to the back of your mind and avoid it at all costs uh, if you're listening to this have a look at it again is it something you enjoy is it something you want to get back in and take it you don't have to burn the fucking boats just take a small step and say right you know what i might give this another go uh, and that's the yeah that's the drive of this this week's podcast pizza deliveries who'd have thought and finally, before I wrap up, I'm going to keep it short. Hopefully, we're 26 minutes. I'm going to try and keep this under half an hour. And, yeah, so my next charity challenge, uh, the Mental Health Challenge, I'm undertaking for a alustforlife.com um, mental health charity. You may be aware of it. It's it's the website. Brezzy has backed this. I think he's at director level now. I'm not too sure of his title or actual involvement but he set this up as my 1000 hours a couple of years ago changed its name to a lust for life and it's evolving from just a website whereby you know look it's all about personal stories it, it's, it, it's evolving much more than that it's really getting uh, <clears throat> it, it's really getting take heavily involved in uh, how mental health uh, not only is perceived in this country but how it's handled at government level and they're going after that um that's how that's how deep they are they're really getting stuck in 
and I've contributed over the years with a couple of different pieces and I got in touch with them and said look I, I'm people sort of assume I'm tied in with aware I or I'm some form of ambassador I've done a lot of work for aware but I've done work for Pieta House as well and just over these couple of years with the different challenges I plan to kind of work around with the different organizations and um, because for me I feel this is the best way I can contribute to changing attitudes and helping people in terms of mental health and mental illness in this country. Um, I'm one man, I can't change the fucking world, but if I can make and contribute to um, these organisations that are experts in their field and helping people, um, I'd be very happy with that. So alustforlife.com, I'll be raising funds for them with my next challenge. I'll be hiking up Lugnaquilla, it's 925 metres high. Um, I actually think it's the highest peak in Leinster. Uh, just based Glenmalore down in Wicklow. It's a lovely climb. It's a tough climb up the side of a poxy waterfall, um, which is absolutely stunning, to be honest. It's magnificent. Even listening to it and the climb up is uh, quite therapeutic. But I'll be doing this with a 40-pound Bergen on my back. So that's quite a lot of weight. And it's a tough climb. So it'll be a tough challenge. Uh, be similar to the um what's the special forces the marines in england do this the fan dance it's called they do this um this run up one of the biggest it's one of the biggest peaks in wales i think it is and they do this run with uh it's probably heavier than 40 pounds but I suppose in many ways it's similar to that type of training but look I always try to put a little bit of representation and symbolism with the challenges that I do and um, with this the weight on my back is representative of just the burdens we carry in our mind and the pressure we often put ourselves under um, that's that's the reason behind the weight uh, I've been baiting the weights over in the gym uh, I've shoulders and a chest <laughs> which for a marathon runner um, is a little bit different i'm also trying to train for the dublin marathon at the end of october so yeah conflicting training programs but um yeah look it's been great i've been enjoying the gym work and um, we did a trial run myself and uh, my good friend wayne uh the archaeologist archaeologist expert in expert in soil and rock if you will and really interesting guy so we went out last sunday and um, just took a bit of a trial run just to see how we get on um wasn't 40 pounds on me back it was probably about 20 so we got a great morning for it it was absolutely beautiful and the pace of nature it's uh it's incredible it was in great form afterwards got home in time for the dublin game and was in great form monday tuesday wednesday it's now thursday and i'm still in bloody great form and i put it down a lot to just being out in nature i fucking love it so all went well sunday got to the top and confident of absolutely nailing this and I keep you updated. I'm just trying to. It, you have to be careful with this because you can commit to a date and the weather can be shite, and you have to go and do it again. But I'll have a fundraising link up on my Instagram within the next week. Um, looking forward to it. And there's actually a road a piece. There we go. Writing, love it. And road a piece for a lust for life that they'll be sharing as well when the link goes up. So yeah, exciting times. Um, I love it. Look, I I love the the challenges. I I love thinking of stuff that's excites me and you know puts me under a little bit of uh, physical and mental duress and I come out the other side of it feeling better about myself. So yeah, that's all for today. Um, I hope you can feed off my enthusiasm and have a great Thursday, Friday, and a great weekend. And 
yeah hit me up as i said follow it on subscribe on itunes follow me on spotify send me a message on instagram performance underscore doc doc and yeah look if <laughs> shameless plug if you're looking for some fitness training strength conditioning personal training anything along those lines i'm uh yeah i'm coming back so hit me up give me a shout and i'll take you on see what i can do thanks very much and i'll talk to you next time